0: 753-8534 or visit unitedgoldgroup.com I'm Clyde Lewis and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at aftermath.media I'm Clyde Lewis and this is Ground Zero The numbers to call tonight 503 225 0860 or 866 536 7469. That is toll free. You can call after the show as well. Leave your comments or some suggestions or whatever you want. Also, you can listen to this program all over the internet. TalkStreamLive.com on X Radio KGRA. Gosh, just go down the list of great places where you can catch this program. And you can also subscribe to the program if you miss a show. It's basically. Uh, Kind of like it's Ground Zero Plus. It's called Aftermath.media. And we have Ground Zero Plus other cool things that you can play with and do with what you want to do on your own time in our little digital playground. It's Aftermath.media. It's worth the subscription because you get all kinds of cool frills, all kinds of other cool things. So uh, be sure and check out Aftermath.media. Back a long time ago, in fact, uh, Wes has been digging out some old tapes of of the show where, uh, you know, back in... 2000 2002 uh during and after we had uh, syndication and then we syndicated again after 9-11 and um one of the shows when i'm sure he gets to it and finds it he just digs through the tapes you know he's just sitting there digging through the tapes because they're not dated or anything so he's trying to match them up and then he puts them out on aftermath but there was a, a show that i did back then it was uh uh the director of the movie what the bleep do we know And the reason why, I mean, I was one of the first to interview the director and one of the stars, and it's about, you know, finding yourself, you know, overcoming obstacles. It's a very uh, inspirational movie. And in the movie, What the Bleep Do We Know?, there's this philosopher, this uh, professor, and he's talking about Christopher Columbus. And he says that when Christopher Columbus first reached land, the natives could not see Christopher Columbus's ships because the concept of the large ships did not exist to them. Only after several days did a shaman first see the ships and then showed each of the other natives that these ships did exist and he pointed out to them what it looked like. So the concept put forth that, you know, we can only see what fits in our worldview. If we have no concept of what someone is talking about, then we just don't even, we ignore it. Or if we haven't seen it ourselves, we ignore it. Or we have better things to talk about and listen to and look at, right? Yeah. I mean, I get that all the time when I talk about some things. People say, well, there's so many more things you can worry about or talk about. Yeah, but I want to talk about this because I think it's interesting. You know, that's kind of thing like that. Sometimes go through with listeners and go through with people. And as far as that story is concerned about Columbus and the natives, there have been a lot of historical. Legends about Columbus, like the eclipse story and, of course, this story. But when you look at reality, it doesn't matter how hard it is for us to imagine someone not being able to see something in front of them just because their brain had not had any background information regarding the object. But considering the fact that it's not our eyes that see, it's our brain that sees. Actually, it it interprets the information. So whether we see pareidolia, whether we hear something in gibberish, like in reverse speech or whatever, the brain registers it and the hypothesis of not being familiar with something and all of a sudden learning it and understanding it, that's very well possible. It's like, I can't believe I speak Spanish. After 40 years of not practicing Spanish, I still can carry on a conversation. Except I forget some of the nouns. I mean, I know how to conjugate the verbs. But it's the nouns sometimes that keep me hung up because you've got to think in Spanish in order to speak in Spanish. Everybody's like all, you know, perplexed now because they heard Ben Affleck speaking in Spanish lately and he picked up on some Spanish and now he speaks it. Well, you can pick up on anything. If you just train your brain to pick up on it, or if you notice something, you'll be able, you'll never not notice it again. That's why when you see patterns, you see numbers, you see things happening, you see patterns in history. Once you pick up on those skills, you're never going to lose them. Because you start seeing the familiarity. You start seeing uh, metaphors and, and uh, archetypes. And they're, and they're all coming together. And some people who know this, they remember it or they can recall it. I mean, and, and if you overlook things and you, you just take for granted that everything is going to be the same, you know, it's called the Troxler effect where you count on things to happen and your brain doesn't think about it. You just do it because it's routine. It's like I, I, I've explained before what the Troxler effect is. it's Like, for example, you're wearing socks right now. Now, you don't think about that you're wearing socks, but you have socks on. And when you have socks on, you just don't think about wearing them until somebody says, oh, by the way, do you have your socks on? Oh, yeah, I have my socks on. And you start thinking, oh, yeah, I have my socks on. You don't think about it during the day. The Troxler effect is a great example of how our brain picks and chooses what information is important and also how our brain influences our perception. So, some use this as a way to debunk paranormal experiences, but if you're perceiving these experiences, the brain registers that they are real. Even if they're calling them, even if you're calling them hallucinations, they're real to you. In response to a lack of stimuli, the brain can notice other things, things that get in and decide to take the stage. This is your brain on the Troxler effect. This is why sometimes, wait a minute, that thing in the sky looks like a UFO. It hasn't been there before. I wonder what it is, or that thing that moves in the forest. Is that a bear or is that Bigfoot? Is, you know, you don't want to you don't want to call zebras zebras if they're horses galloping by, right? And you don't want to call a bear a Bigfoot, but your brain registers something that it may be or it might be, and then logic escapes you, and you're thinking, well, you either see them in the corner of your eye or they come at you head on. I mean, this is not a psychotic break. This is the eye and the brain seizing on something that has been there all along. You just haven't noticed. I mean, this happens when you watch movies. I mean, there are many movies that put what are called Easter eggs in their work. And it's usually pointed out by viewers who pick up on these things. There are also viewers of movies that see some errant coffee cup in a scene or maybe catch the glimpse of an airplane in a gladiator movie or in a Lord of the Rings movie. You see an airplane fly over Gandalf. You're like, well, wait a minute. They didn't cut that out in post. So yeah, the idea of having somebody point something out to you that you didn't normally see is what i'm about to talk about tonight on ground zero and it's going to have you wonder about your perceptions of reality 503 860 or 866 i'm Clyde lewis you're listening to ground zero and we'll be back